Hello, friends, and welcome to the Courageous Hustler podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Ocasio, founder of the Courageous Hustler brand. This show features courageous hustlers from all around the world who have overcome adversity and achieved massive success by being brave and unstoppable. Courageous Hustler is a mindset-focused, open conversation podcast. So what that means is all our conversations are pretty open, nothing is scripted, and that's what we're doing on here. Our mission is to empower you to recognize that you can become everything you've ever dreamed impossible in your life and embrace and embody the Courageous Hustler in you. In this community, fear does not stop our purpose. We just learn how to walk with it. Make sure to subscribe and follow us for all the updates on all upcoming episodes. And with that being said, welcome to the show. Hello, Courageous Hustlers, and welcome to our first official episode. Woo! Listen, I am so excited that you decided to join me today. I have been, to be honest with you, I have been not even dreading, but I have been like nervous and, you know, all the things that creep up in your mind when you're doing something big. And the reality is that for me, this is a very big step. This has been three years in the making, me talking about a a podcast that I never did. Well, until now, right? But (laughs) never actually took action or anything like that. And so for me, this is a huge deal because I feel like I'm finally bringing something to life that I've been talking about for a very long time. And the main reason why I wanted to call this first episode, What is a Courageous Hustler? is mainly because... I think the backstory, it's not that I think, I know the backstory matters. And so, and and interesting enough, a lot of people have asked me, like a lot of you have slid into my DMs and, you know, thinking about even listening to the trailer and, you know, just hyping me up, which I love because I love my community. I love the people that do follow me. I love the, the, the ladies that I get to serve in these private communities that I, that I coach inside of you guys be hyping me up, right? And a lot of you ask me, well, what is it? What, what, what is a courageous hustler? And one particular person asked me, what does it take to be a courageous hustler? And so I thought it would be great to start with the backstory of how, like, when was the first time I even heard that? And, um, about 11 years ago, and actually 11 years to almost to the date, I, um, one day, decided out of not even out of nowhere it was like a long time coming I decided I wanted to leave where I currently was and I used to live in Connecticut and I was tired of the I just you know that was the hometown that I had lived in for all my life and one day I decided you know what I want to leave I want to go somewhere else I want to go to another state I want to just be able to start over somewhere else. I was so tired of paying a high rent. And, you know, at the time I had a great job. And, you know, it's for me, it felt like, well, I have a good job. Why am I not living comfortable? Right. And so I was like, well, if I could do it here, I could do it anywhere else. And I packed two bags 
And on June 28th, 2011, I left Connecticut and traveled to Las Vegas, Nevada, moved away from family, bought a one-way ticket, packed two bags full of clothes. Actually, it was full of suits. And I decided to leave, right? And it's crazy. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have... I didn't have money like that. I did not have housing. I did not have a job. Like your girl had no nothing lined up. Okay. I'm talking about this was like a complete leap of faith. And I was like, you know what? If if it all fails, like, let's just say I get there and I can't find a job. And if it all fails, I'll come back. Right. That was my thought process back then. And, you know, at the time I had three little kids and I spoke to my dad and I told my dad, I was like, look, I'm going to go and this is what I'm going to do. Like he didn't understand and that was fine. And like I actually moved in silence and during this time, like I barely told anyone I was leaving. And the reason why I feel like I did that, like I put on the blinders and I just did not. I was not asking for anyone's opinion. I was not asking for anyone's permission. I was just doing right and I got to Las Vegas, two bags full of suits. And one of those, it, it was it was close to obviously 4th of July. So one of those days I put on a suit, I started walking the Las Vegas Strip. And I found myself in front of the Flamingo. And at that time, if you guys are familiar with Vegas, during the summer, I mean, it's like a 1000 degrees outside, right? It was very hot outside. And I was walking in a suit. And I'm like, you know, I stay I was standing in front of the flamingo. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm at the point where it's just like, I was just, I wanted to get a job. And I wanted to find the right place. And I remember standing in front of flamingo and looking across the street at Caesar's Palace and thinking to myself, there has to be an office inside that building, right? There has to be an office inside that building. There has to be a desk. I don't know what it looks like. It, it, there has to be a, a little spot for me inside one of these buildings, right? Anyways, I walk into the Flamingo. And again, if you're familiar with Vegas, you know that you could sit at a, a casino slot machine, put money in it, and the server will, you know, the waitress, the cocktail waitresses, they'll they'll bring you drinks as long as you're playing on the slot machine. So I put money in the slot machine. I wasn't intending on gambling or any of that. It's not like I had money like that to be gambling. But I was like, you know what, let me have a drink. Because like at that point, I it almost felt like I was like, I was getting to that place where I was like, man, what am I doing? Right. And this older gentleman sits down next to me right and he looks at me and he's like are you know he's like are you here for work like do you because he saw me in a suit and I was like oh no he's like are you here for business and I'm like oh no actually I I moved here a couple of days ago and I'm looking for a job and he's like you moved here and I was like, yeah. And, and so I started telling him the story. Like I had really not told anyone the story, how I just packed two bags and I packed my shit and I left. Right. And the, I feel like at the beginning he started look, like at first he looked at me like I was crazy. But then as, as I was telling him, like the, the reasoning behind wanting to do more and wanting to 
like knowing that I, I deserve more in life, right? Like I started pouring my heart into what I was telling him. The man looked at me and he's like, wow, like that is a courageous move. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just out here just trying to make it happen, right? Like, I don't know what that looks like, but I'm willing to try. And if, you know, if it all fails, I'll, I'll go back. But that's not the plan. The plan is I bought a one-way ticket and I'm not going back, right? And he's like, well, you're definitely a courageous hustler, young lady. And I was like, yeah. And crazy enough, I just remembered this particular story not too long ago. And and so that was the first time I heard that, right? And I I always thought about the word hustler within itself to me I always I always gave it such a negative a negative um annotation because or a definition mainly because a hustler back where I grew up was, you know, someone that was dealing drugs or, you know, someone that was just hustling, right? And not in a good way. But I also thought about like, man, but a hustler is actually, that's not the definition of what a hustler is. Like what I thought or what society made me think about a hustler is not really what what it is. Like if you look at the definition of a hustler, it's like really a go-getter, right? And so I was like, I love it. Like, he's right. I am a courageous hustler. I am like, I'm out here doing whatever it takes to make it happen. Right. For me, not for, you know, not for anyone else. And so long story short, I wanted to give you guys that background because that's how it began. Right. But the crazy thing about it is like, I didn't even remember that that's the first time I heard courageous hustler. And to think about all the moments that I always lead with courage and hustle, right? And I, you know, obviously, I, for those of you that don't know, I never went back to Connecticut. I have not been back to Connecticut in 11 years. It's been 11 years. This June 28th, this past June 28th, was 11 years of me being away from the original hometown that I grew up in. And I thought it was interesting because on that day, on June 28th of this year, I got a reminder that said 11 years ago, you moved away, right? And then it also showed me a memory of me two years ago. And on and it was like a video that I did during COVID. And in that video, I was talking about that one time that I was talking about the story I just told you guys the time that I moved away to Vegas and I remember posting that video and getting a lot of messages from people just being encouraged of me telling that story right like like let me tell you something there was nothing grand grandiose about my move like my move was super scrappy like the shit was ghetto okay it was scrappy it was ghetto it was it was it was just crazy. I know it was crazy. I know now, now, now even talking about it, I'm like, what was I thinking? But not even in a bad way where it was just like, man, I'm so glad I did that because I have not looked back. And a lot of great things have come out of me having the courage to make that move and make that shift. A lot of times we want more, but we're not willing to do 
the move or we're not willing to make the changes that are necessary to be able to get those kind of shifts in our life, right? And sometimes it requires for you to have that. I mean, it just, you don't, I didn't know all the steps. I did not know all the steps that I was going to need to take to be able to survive in Vegas. And I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of days was rough. I stayed at a weekly. I stayed at a weekly in Vegas for a couple of weeks at the beginning. And that shit was not cute at all. Okay. Your girl was struggling in the, like, it was just not cute. And you know what? To be quite honest with you, sometimes we struggle out of fear of being judged because I could have probably asked family for support. I could have probably asked for financial support or all the support. But the reality is that I didn't want to hear anybody's judgment. So I did suffer in a way like, you know, I did struggle in a way all because my ego did not want to go ask anyone for help. And I didn't want to hear the backlash. I didn't want to hear the judgment that came with that. I didn't want to hear any of that. And then and then I also felt I felt very prideful in knowing that I did it. I did it. I was able to make this happen for me and my kids. And I was happy with that. Right. And so I share all of that with you guys because. okay, so let me go back because I'd be rambling. Um, So with the video. Two years ago, I made that video. Anyways, I got a lot of messages about people just encouraged about me um, just sharing that story, right? And what was interesting was that I remember back then, I had already been talking about, oh, I want to do a podcast, I want to do a podcast, but I I had not done anything with it, right? And I kept getting a nudge. Holy Spirit kept telling me, you got to talk about this story. There was three stories Holy Spirit has always told me I needed to talk about. And I never found the connection between the three until just a couple of days ago as I was analyzing it. And one of the stories was the time when I moved away from Vegas, um, when I moved away to Vegas, and then the time when I had my daughter, my first daughter, I had her at the age of 18. And then the time when I met my husband. And I'm like, but why? Why am I talking about these three stories in particular, right? And when I came to realize, and I will talk about these other two stories at a at a later on a later episode. But my point is, those three stories, they had to do with me with a time where I was like, super courageous, right? There was, and a lot of times we don't take those chances because we don't know what does what does the end result look like sometimes and maybe right now you find yourself thinking oh I want to make that shift I want to make that move I want to go for that promotion I want to move away I want to change or maybe I want to leave this relationship or maybe you want to pursue that relationship whatever wherever you find yourself right now you're finding yourself questioning should I do it right should I move forward and should I and I'm always going to say and listen I'm not going to tell you to go pack two bags and move away that was what I did that's what worked for me but what is your heart telling you 
right? Stop listening to everything around you. Stop listening to everyone. Stop listening to everyone on the internet. Stop listening to all the things that are logical and follow your heart. And it has been every those three stories that I'm telling you about every single decision that I have made that has required for me to put on blinders has required for me to mute everything else around me. I could sit here and tell you that I was overthinking this podcast for the last three years. I was overthinking the process. I bought the fancy mic. I, you know, I was trying to find a good um, podcast producer. I was trying to find the right beat. I was trying to find all the and it was like, but why am I not doing it? And it had nothing to do with figuring out those small details. And it had everything to do with the fact that I had I fear was stopping me. And that's the reason why I decided I have to move forward and I have to tell, I have to just tell the story. And, you know, I have, I have been blessed. I have been, I'm very fortunate that I have people around me that have reached massive success that have been doing amazing things out here. And one of the things that I always ask, one of the things that I'm constantly asking a lot of my, you know, uh, peers and a lot of the other coaches that I work with, a lot of the clients that I work with is what are the things that stop people from doing the thing, even the clients that I serve, right? And it's and it always comes down to fear. Fear is the number one reason why people do not reach their dreams and their goals. So it's not about becoming fearless because I don't actually necessarily believe that you can become fearless. You're always going to find some kind of resistance in fear when you are trying to do certain things, right? But it's how do we mute? that fear. And I think that in all that I've said today, in all that I've covered, I have always found a way to say, I don't want to be fearless. I don't want to be fearless. What I want to learn is how to walk with that fear. Yes, I'm scared. Yes, I'm, I'm sitting here as I'm even recording this, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I hope that this serves you in some capacity. Because again, my goal is I want, I'm looking for that one person that needed to hear this message today because that's who I'm trying to serve, right? Sometimes in some seasons, we do have to lean in and find borrowed confidence or borrowed courage, right? And in at, during those times, I didn't have that. I didn't know who to lean on for confidence or courage or encouragement or any of that. So I don't know if you've heard it today or not, but I'm here to remind you that you're amazing and there's a lot of things that you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing them because fear is stopping you. And I want you to think about that today. What am I not doing out of fear, right? What am I, what am I stopping myself because of fear? And what does it look like? Like, what's the worst that can happen If you do pursue that, right? Like, what are you afraid of actually feeling? Because most of the time, that fear comes with, I don't want to feel rejection. I don't want to feel, 
I don't want to feel, you know, um, feeling stupid. A lot of people don't do things because they don't want to feel stupid. I could sit here and say that that was one of my fears. I wonder, I don't want to be judged. That's another big fear, right? And so it always ties back to something. The reason you're not doing that one thing that you want to do, the reason you're not closer to your dreams and your goals is because of fear. But what does that fear mean? What is exactly when you start going down to the root cause of that fear, then you can figure out, okay, well, what's the worst that could happen if people do judge me, right? Like I know someone's going to judge me. I know I'm not meant for everyone and this message is not for everyone, but the people that it needs to reach, it's going to reach. And that's all that matters to me. In summary, my hope is that by me sharing one of my courageous hustler moments, it inspires at least one person to go out there today and start pushing fear out of the way so that you can start getting closer to those goals and those dreams that you've been desiring for so long. Okay. And so listen, I'm so excited for the next couple of episodes. I am I cannot wait for you guys to tune in. Make sure you check out our next episode and please, please go ahead and, you know, subscribe so you can get notified when the next episode drops. And give me a review. Tell me what you think. Let me know in the in the comments. All right. And until next time, I will see you guys on the next one.